Uh, good morning. This morning's class is dedicated graciously by Jared Feldman and family. Uh, the beginning of Parashat Lech Lecha, of course, describes for us Abraham's journey. It's a nisayon, as the Hachamim understood it was a challenge. He has to go into the unknown area by the command of God, and in truth, Abraham, at the beginning of his life, as the Torah describes it, he might be 75 years old, but it's the beginning of his Torah life, is prompted with a mission of Lech Lecha by HaKadosh Baruch Hu, of going, and at the end of his life as well, as the Torah tells it, at the end of Parashat Vayera, Abraham is commissioned Lech Lecha again. Then it's for Akedat Yitzhak. Lech Lecha seems to define those most pivotal moments in Abraham's life during times of challenge and times of nitzayon and difficulty. I'd like to, for a moment or two, though, uh, reflect on what we read at the end of last week's parasha, Parashat Noah, which many of the Farshim point out is difficult in context of this challenge. Because the last several pesukim, the last three pesukim, Parashat Noah, describe Abraham's journey already. Listen for a moment. Which means to say, already, Avraham, on his journey to Kenan, together with his family members, had set forth. So then what in turn was the challenge of Lech Lecha? If Avraham was already on his way to Kenan, what type of challenge was that? You're already on your way to Knis, and I say to you, I have a challenge for you. Uh, before you go, let me make certain that you have a challenge over here. Go to the place that I direct you, and I walk with you until synagogue. But that's where you were going anyway. What well, in turn was the challenge and success of Avraham. Different Mepharshim have different interpretations. Some suggest that Parashat Lech Lecha is actually out of place to a certain extent. We read about a description of what was happening, what to come at the end of Noah, but in truth, the command, which we read about in its greater detail, the beginning of Lech Lecha, preceded it. So it's really a description of what was to happen prior to its happening for all intents and purposes. Alternatively, uh, there's still a challenge. If you're on your way to synagogue, but then I say to you, come along with me, and I don't tell you where you're going, it's a little bit more difficult. You may have been on your way there anyway, but now you don't know where you're going. I'd like to, for a moment, to, to suggest, uh, just to complement those two interpretations, uh, something else uh, with regards to a vision, a perspective, who Abraham was, and why it couldn't, at least in my mind, be any other way than the Torah describe it as Abraham already going to the place which God had destined he should go to already. It goes like this. Rashi, at the beginning of last week's parasha, in Parashat Noah, notices a contrast, the difference between Abraham and Noah. Whereas by Noah, the Pasuk says, Et Elohim hitalech Noah. Noah walked with God. By Abraham, Rashi points out from the rabbis, the Pasuk says twice, Hitalech lefanai tamim, walk in front of me and be complete at the time of the Milah. And then later on, when Yaakov is blessing Yosef, he speaks about, Ha Elohim Ashir Hitalechu Avotai Lefanav Avraham Vitzhak. He speaks about Avraham walking before God. The difference between Noah and Avraham then is, whereas Noah knows how to heed commands, knows how to look to the side and realize this is what God is asking him now and dutifully abide by the order, Avraham precedes it. Avraham's ahead of the game. It had to be then that the description of Avraham's mission to go, 
Avraham was already on his way because that's who Avraham is. What the Hachamim and in turn the Torah before them is hinting to us is that Avraham's nature in stark contrast to Noah is that he doesn't just listen, he intuits. Avraham had a certain hope a certain feeling, a certain understanding of what Rason Hashem is, what God is expecting of me, and as a result, he acted prior to even being commanded. It had to be then that the command of Avraham, of Avraham by God, at the beginning of Parashat Lech Lecha, was preceded by Avraham already going. Of course God was going to command him, but Avraham knew that that was true. Avraham knew this was his mission prior to even being commanded. The truth is you find this in other contrasts between Abraham and Noah. The Hachamim just mentioned in the class before Tefillah. The Hachamim and Zohar suggest that the Pasuk in Yeshaya, Perek Nundalit, where the Pasuk describes, the Navi describes the Mabul, which we read about this past week, as being Men Noah. It was the waters of Noah. Not such an appropriate description. Noah was the one who stood aside from that. He wasn't. Well, the, the deluge, the flood, wasn't because of Noah. Hazit. Why describe it as the flood of Noah? Describe it as the, the flood of Hamas, of the evildoers, of the generation. Noah was the one who transcended. Zohar suggests it's because Noah didn't request mercy. He didn't beseech God. He didn't pray on behalf of his generation. Uh, listen to the description. Because he didn't pray on behalf of the generation, when God wanted to destroy them, as God told him, I'm going to destroy them, that's why, to a certain extent, we attribute the flood, the Navi does, to Noah. Think about that and compare it to Abraham. Also told by God, Am I going to conceal from Abraham that which I intend on doing? This is Bereshit Perkyothet. God says to Abraham, I plan on destroying Sidom. Abraham could have kept quiet. This is the will of God. This is what God said he's doing. Instead, over the course of some 10, 15 Pesukim, we read about Abraham's merciful request, his begging of God to save Sidom. It's again in Abraham who without the command of God, sometimes even appearing as if he's going against, but never is, searching and seeking for what the will of God is, intuiting Rason Hashem, Avraham teaches for us that sort of direction, that direction in life, that perspective on all circumstances. I've said it once and I'll say it again, this time period during which each of us is seeking and searching for what we can do for Am Yisrael is one of these Avraham moments. We can either wait for instruction, we can uh, perhaps hope for some sort of revelation, open a book, speak to the rabbi and get direction as to what could and should be done. Alternatively, if we're properly crafted, if we've attuned our souls and minds to Rason Hashem, to what it is we should be doing, we could and should, in turn, be acting independent of commands. We should be realizing this is a challenging situation. We have responsibility to rise up and figure out what it is we should be doing. We should be a step ahead, as Abraham was, to a certain extent. I've, Even though uh, Abraham didn't succeed? Abraham didn't succeed with Sidom, but we remember him for his plea eternally as doing the right thing. Yes, ultimately speaking, it was Rason Hashem. Why is the Torah describing to us? Because Avraham as a personality says, let me really get into the middle of this, 100%. We're fighting for it. What's that? I said he did succeed. He got God to agree to him. 
You can control If he finds five. If he yeah. finds five. Yeah. I, I well, imagine. Right, because if God agreed with him, he couldn't control the people there. With results. Correct. Results you don't get, you don't control. It's, to, to say it in different words, to say it in different words, the Gemara describes, it's an age-old question, Sadiq Firado, Rasha' Vitoblo. Why do bad things happen to good people, good things happen to to bad people. And the Gemara describes that when Moshe turned to God in Parashat Kitisa and says, Hareni nat kevodecha, show me your glory, he was asking for the answer to that question. At the end of Rabbi Sachs's life, Zichrono Livracha, there was a video right afterwards where you see he's a little bit frail. He's on a Zoom call, if you recall, it was during COVID time that he passed away. And there was a woman who was asking him this question. She says, you know, my mother asked you some years ago the question, this question, why do bad things happen to good people, good things happen to bad people? And you said at the time, and I just watching it, you can't help but smirking, you didn't have a, a proper answer. You know, again, the Gemara says, HaKadosh Baruch Hu wouldn't answer Moshe Rabbeinu. Do you have perspective now? And so he pauses for a second, and as he was very much commanding the attention of the listener, says, yes, I've thought long and hard about this. P.S. He wrote a full book on this topic. You know, but in the moment, he had a great way of saying this, and you know, with some dramatic music, it really made it very well, as they presented this after his passing. He said that, I believe that the interpretation to this goes as follows. HaKadosh Baruch Hu purposefully doesn't reveal to us why things happen so that we have the responsibility to fight for the right thing. Which means to say, if we knew why that person got sick, why that person's in danger, we say, well, it's part of God's plan. You and I wouldn't be going out trying to save it. Ultimately speaking, we might not save it, Jeffrey, but, all, but in the scheme of things, it's our responsibility. God wants a world in which we're fighting for mishpat, for the right things to occur, for justice, for righteousness, for a circumstance and situation where the world is as we envision Rasson Hashem. I, I've more than once read, I've even heard it as a Musar to me in different circumstances, that in uh, the olden days when you would come to take your test for Simicha, for getting rabbinic ordination, that sometimes rabbis with a smirk on their face would say to the person, the student who wanted Simicha, well first, before we discuss anything, could you tell me the four sections of, five sections of Shohan Aruch? Now, Shohan Aruch, as each of us, I imagine, is aware, if not, I'll tell you now, only has four sections. It doesn't have five sections. And unless you knew the line, you looked at the rabbi and you said, well, what are you talking about? There's only four sections. And the rabbi would widen his eyes and say, you only learned four? You're not prepared for the fifth? And the student, of course, would get nervous. And then the rabbi would open up and say, listen, Four sections give you the black and white law. They give you the Eta Elohim Hitalech Noach. They give you knowing what to do based on guidelines, structure, and laws which are preceding you. The next section is, well, how do you apply that? Where do you find Rason Hapore? How do you envision and realize in your life, in the real life circumstances, the ability to apply it even when there's no clear guidelines? Hatam Sofer Moshe Sofer. It's said about him by several of his students that he would answer questions at all times without looking up the answer. And he attested about himself. He said he usually got them right. And he said he wasn't certain in the moment what the sourcing was but he always felt certain that he had the answer. It's an amazing statement. He attributed, and it was, I'm certain, to Si'ata Dishmaya, Kadosh Baruch Hu's aid to a person who's searching and seeking to do the right thing. At the same time, I believe, he had a certain intuition. If you inject yourself into this system called Torah, if you inject yourself into a system where I want to understand Rason Habore, the will of God, ultimately speaking, we will, if we seek it appropriately, 
find the opportunities to do right. I'll conclude with this with regards to Avraham specifically. Harambam at the end of Hilchot Teshubah cites the Pasuk from Sefer Yeshaya where one person is described as the Ohev of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It's Avraham Ohavi. Says Harambam, not everyone's going to be a lover of God, a person who connects themselves intellectually and emotionally to God in all ways. Avraham Avinu. What does it mean to love someone? Think about your own lives for a moment. Think about and I hope you love your spouses and your children and anyone that's close to you. What does it mean to love them? Is it because and is the way that you love them by following a book? Do you turn for guidelines and uh, guidance and laws and structure in every decision you make? Walk into the house, you're uncertain whether to smile or not. Let me consult with what the psychology book says. Uh, you know, sit down and you didn't like the food. Let me figure out, let me call the rabbi as to what I should be saying to my wife in this moment. Or alternatively, when you love a person, there's a certain intuition, there's a certain realization, understanding that I'm tapping into what they want, what's right for them in this moment. Avraham, hitalech lefanai veheyetamim. Avraham, avotai, asher hitalechu, ha'elohim asher hitalechu, avotai lefanav. Avraham was the embodiment of a person who found Rason Habore, who needed to be as a lover of God, a passionate lover of God, a person who's connected in all fibers of his existence to God and his will. Well, then it's no question, I go back to the way we opened, that Lech Lecha, the beginning of Parashat Lech Lecha, was a command which the Torah describes as Avraham ironically being on the journey of fulfillment even beforehand. You don't need your wife if it's a great relationship to tell you what she wants. You're at it before she does so. We all make the mistake of waiting until they tell us and then we fail in fulfilling it afterwards. Avraham is the embodiment of that personality with regards to Rason Habore during this time but really in any time of our life. We should have a life in which we seek we strive for kiyum habore, kiyum rason habore, the fulfillment of the will of God, not per se only, but of course in addition to the mitzvot Torah, but in any and every aspect of our lives, every realm, every domain we enter into, we should be searching, seeking for that fifth book of Shohan Aruch to try to figure out what is it that he wants, what is it that's right in this moment, even if my passionate pleas won't be listened to and heeded, I'm still fulfilling his will by just standing up for what is right in this moment. Baruch Adonai Amen, Amen.